Everybody, welcome back to Loving Goliath, a show where we discuss how to love the monster within. I'm Willow Smith, and I'm here with my dad, trainer Ben Smith. Good morning. Hello, Hello Willow. <laughs> <laughs> did, I go, did I jump the gun on that one? <laughs> yeah, I could see you like waiting to. <laughs> I gotta say hi. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome oh. back, everybody. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so today. We are going to be talking about, I mean, I think it's a bit of a heavier topic, and I think most people would consider it a pretty heavy topic. Even my cat is a little bit upset. <laughs> but um, but we're also going to be talking about how to get yourself out of a place where you feel like you're better off not being around. Hmm. So... Do you wanna do you wanna broach the subject first? <laughs> what are we talking about? We are talking about suicide and self worth and self acceptance. Yeah, well, I think uh, suicide is. Uh, I mean, that's a major issue with people, you know, in the world right now. And I think suicide is is really at its basis a result of feeling hopeless. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think, I think when you're feeling hopeless, you know, that, that kind of can set you up for, for making some bad choices such as suicide. Yeah. And, um, but again, it goes back to what we were talking about in the first episode is self-assurance and ease and faith. So I think you got to kind of think about that, but, um, you know, I, I definitely have, have uh, some experience with both those things. I mean, I remember as we were talking about in the first episode, um, you know, just with my own experience growing up and and uh, the extreme racial, you know, pre- you know, prejudice and the violence and all these different problems. And I remember, I clearly remember being in grade four, and there used to be a set of trees out just outside the window of our classroom and I used to look out at the trees. I I used to daydream about hanging myself and then at night and then everybody would come to school in the morning, they'd see my body just hanging there. I mean, so I had some, some, you know, I, I've been, it's been on my mind since I was quite young. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I, I was admitted to the hospital for a suicide attempt um, when I was 22 which was, you know, related to just so many things going on. I mm-hmm. just couldn't deal with that. I, I literally felt helpless yeah. or hopeless. I just didn't feel like, you know, I just felt like there's no way I can handle one more problem and I'm not going to get out of this hole that I've dug for myself. And, uh, yeah, so so I definitely have been there. <laughs> I definitely have experience with it. Yeah, I mean, I think... It's so important to hear to hear from people who have been there, especially when you're there yourself. And I I mean, I haven't had 
such extreme experiences. So maybe, you know, I'm talking out of my ass a bit. But I have had pretty significant depression for most of my life. And people talk a lot like they know what they're talking about. But when people talk to me about depression, having never having never truly experienced it, it's like, you can't relate to me. You don't know what I'm going through. Don't talk to me. And I imagine it must be similar. And again, I'm kind of doing the same thing, talking about it when I've never really been there. But it must be similar hearing from people that have never been in that place where you feel like there is no... You're at the bottom of the hole. You have no shovel. You're, you know, your hands are bled you know you tried to dig yourself out you could try to claw your way out your rope is broken you have nothing you have nothing else and someone's standing there looking down at you going oh yeah i was i was there yesterday i i was down at the bottom of the hole and now i'm not and you just gotta have a good attitude about it man because like no you're not here yeah so it's it's helpful to hear from somebody i hope it's helpful to hear from somebody who has felt that way yeah yeah i mean i hopelessness is i think i think the next for most people if you feel hopeless you know that sets it up but if if you can find a way and again i mean i'm speaking very much from experience Mm -hmm. because you know when i was when i got admitted to the hospital in you know when i was 22 or 23 i think i was 22 um i basically i'd just been into a major accident where they said i might not walk again I had just, you know, I, I had not seen, you know, we'll talk about my daughter. We won't talk about <laughs> you. But I hadn't, I, I had lawyer's bills out my, mm-hmm. like I couldn't work. So I, I had no income. I was denied any type of compensation when they were telling me I wasn't going to be able to walk again. So, and I had no compensation because of a loophole in the system. Um, my, our place had just been broken into. I've been living, I was living 10 hours away from Vancouver and we drove to Vancouver just to sign papers for because I hadn't seen my daughter. I'm I'm in a major custody battle. I'm fielding these outrageous allegations and my home when we drove to Vancouver and got back to Prince George where I was living, our home got broken into and everything I owned was stolen. So it's like I I I lost all hope. I had nothing like what else could go wrong, I thought. And I just kind of I remember I didn't sleep for three days straight. And I just, I just was so tired. I was so exhausted. I didn't see a way out of it. And I just, I just took a bunch of painkillers. And I was like, I just need this to end. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and luckily, you know, my girlfriend came home. She, she saw me. I was in the snow with my crutches. I just kind of was waiting to die. And she took me to the hospital. And I got my stomach pumped. And I lived. Mm-hmm. And I realized from that point, like, God, you know, when you get to a point of hopelessness where you just don't think you just don't think you can get through another day, you're in some real trouble. But but the thing is, there's always another day. And, you know, from that from that point, you know, I I could never when I was in that at that point, could never have imagined how happy I've been, how many unbelievable experiences I've had since that moment, mm-hmm. how much joy and love and passion and how much excitement I've had every day waking up, you know, in so many years since that time that had I had I given into that feeling of hopelessness, I would have missed out on so much life and so much joy. 
um, God, like, I'm so glad I was able to find myself, my way out of that. And that's what I would say to anybody who's feeling hopeless. Like, I've been there. I've been there many times, actually. That was not the only time. Yeah. But, you know, tomorrow is another day, and you can change things so quickly, and you, you can experience so much happiness even if you can't see how it is right now it's right there for you but you need to find a way to to climb out of that hole of hopelessness Mm -hmm. and and so i think that's that's a good thing for us to talk about today is is how do people climb out of a, a feeling of hopelessness when when they're there yeah. Or they're sliding because that's a dangerous place that you don't want, you don't ever want to feel hopeless. Mhm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like when the when the most hopeless was that I've ever felt. I mean, I've had some I've had some pretty down times and like I said having being so depressed for so long, the highs really aren't that high. So it it all kind of blends into one kind of like slurry of you know there was some crummy stuff but it doesn't really stick out because nothing is particularly exciting and nothing is particularly horrible it's all just one big pile of you know nothing sludge it's just it's gruel right it's nothing to look forward to basically yeah i mean the the highs aren't that high and the lows after a certain amount of time it's like well you know that's just that's just how it is but i've never been in that place of feeling like there was no out i think the the closest i've felt to really really being like i'm screwed now i'm very screwed was when i was when i got i think it was concussion number 4 or something and i know you've had a lot of concussions but at the time i mean i was living by myself my, I, I wasn't able to work. The doctor that I had gone to basically said, oh, you're young, sleep it off. So I didn't claim insurance, but then I couldn't work. So I wasn't getting paid because I couldn't claim insurance. I couldn't work because I had this horrible head injury. I couldn't, I, I, I'm an introvert, but I had never felt so alone, even when I talked to people because nobody understood or when you have a head injury, you don't, you don't speak the way you think. You think the words, but what comes out is kind of like, blah, 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 blah. like <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And people look at you and they don't know what you're saying. And it's so isolating and it's so scary to to speak and have nobody hear you and nobody mm. understands you and nobody realizes what you're going through. And you just feel like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> like it's so you know you're you've got all the lights off you got the shades drawn because it hurts your head you can't watch tv you're just sitting and you're just sitting in the dark you're sitting at the bottom Mm. of the well and nobody can hear you and nobody cares nobody Mm -hmm. knows because they can't see and it's the same with i again i have to say i imagine because i've never been there but it has to it feels like it must be the same with being in that hopeless place is you're just sitting in the dark and you speak and nobody understands you or nobody hears you or they they don't understand what you're what you're feeling or that you're in pain they just recognize that you're you know Mm -hmm. you're feeling a little bit down or whatever and you're not feeling like you're being understood or that nobody will 
understand you if you open your mouth to say something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's a, a horrible place to be. But again, I, I know from experience that, you know, things can turn around so quickly. And people who are in that feel that place, they, they can't hear that a lot mm, of times. They yeah. can't hear that. And um, and what I what I've learned again from experience and what I've learned from from you know it's just like it's it's just like uh, you know if somebody's super depressed it could be the sunniest day in the world it could be beautiful it yeah. could be birds chirping everything <laughs> but they can't see it yeah. they can't see it because they're so focused on 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 the depression or the problem that they're in. They can't see it. So, you know, people say, oh, you know, just look on the bright side or just, you know, they they give this advice like, oh, just count your blessings and all this kind of stuff, which had you not already, if you haven't already built that sense of um, self-assurance, if you had already done the work to build the self-assurance, you probably wouldn't be in that position in the first place. But... But yeah, for somebody to come along when you're when you're in that place and you're drowning, you know you can't hear them. Yeah. But what you can hear is, again, from my experience, is you can hear one or two steps better. You know, one or two steps better. You know, and it's it's a funny thing to talk about, but you know, hopelessness, in my opinion, is is the very very bottom of the hole Mm -hmm. but above the but then you know a step or two above that can be anger you know maybe Mm -hmm. you're you're angry at at what happened or the situation that you're in anger is not a place that you want to stay in yeah but anger is a lot better than hopelessness and and if you could start to get your head around the fact that you know like I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry for what? Like why I'm here? Like I'm angry at myself, or I'm angry at whoever. But I'm angry. I'm angry, and and this is why. You know, it's a weird thing to kind of get your head around, but but you start to you know now you're not hopeless. You're angry, and if you're angry, and you can kind of identify why you're angry then you can start to deal with it. I'm angry because this happened and this happened and this happened. And then, you know, you can slowly start to kind of make sense of it and say, you know what? Okay, I'm angry and I've got to deal with it. Okay, so how can I deal with this? And then from being angry and maybe frustrated, you know, now you're you're angry and you're frustrated. So frustration, you know, I'm frustrated. Like, how could this have happened to me? How could this have happened to my life? Like, how could I have ended up in this place? And, and you know, you might sit in frustration for a while. And you, nobody wants to be frustrated forever. But frustration is better than anger. And anger is better than hopelessness. So you've already come a long way. Mm-hmm. So so now you're frustrated. So what what's the next step? You're frustrated. I'm frustrated. I don't know how to get out of this. But, you know, maybe if I talk to somebody... You know, I'll get some ideas, or maybe if if I write for a while and I look back and I reflect and I see similar situations where I was in, I'll find answers, and then you can start to find little solutions, and then you know, slowly but surely, you know, you can work your way towards hope. You know, you know, like I'm frustrated, but I have hope that tomorrow will be a better day. So now you've gone from through those stages of 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 hopelessness, of anger, of frustration. To hope, 
you know, I think I can get out of this. I think I can find some solution. I think I can make sense of what happened. I think I can make some better choices. Once you reach that place, now you're almost home. I wouldn't say home free, but now you start to go to, okay, I have hope. You know, I have maybe anticipation, you know, I, I, you know, okay, I have hope. If I do these things, you know, maybe this will happen and maybe this will happen. And hmm, maybe, maybe this will even happen. So now you're, you're kind of hopeful. You're kind of hopeful that things could be really be better. And then once you sit in that for a while and, you know, you might still have moments of anger and you might still have moments of frustration, but you're probably not going to find, you're not probably not going to be in hopelessness anymore and you you might you'll dip but then you'll you'll reach again you'll you'll find that hope again and from hope to excitement or anticipation and then the more often you can kind of go from hope to excitement or anticipation and and kind of sit in it for a while like you know my life is starting to kind of get better like huh i remember where i was you know a month ago or two months ago or a year ago and things have gone a long way and Mm -hmm. wow they could really go a lot further and these are the ways that I would like them to go further. I'd like, you know, a better job or I'd like this or I'd like that. Or And if that was to happen, I'd be really excited. So now you're starting to kind of get into some excitement once in a while, like your excitement. Like if all that stuff really happened, wow, I'd be, ex- I'd be pretty excited. And then you start to make choices because now you have, now instead of walking around in this fog, even on a sunny day, you're seeing the sun. You're seeing the 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 things that other people are seeing. You're seeing opportunities. You're seeing hope. And once you get in that place of of hope and and even excitement, like I could actually make choices to to have these things that I, I really want to to have. Or you know, I mean, really, things are just stuff, right? You mm-hmm. really want to be. You really want to be just happy. You want to feel feel successful you want to feel free there's a lot of things you want to feel but you can start to be excited about that you can start to be excited about feeling love and feeling passion feeling joy for things that you you know like to do and feeling whatever and you just kind of you just got to find a way to again in my experience is just to work your way out of out of whatever hole till you get on solid ground and then just keep working your way up to whatever state you want to be in, because I mean I think the ultimate state is where you, where you really are just excited every day to wake up. You know that's where I've been for a long time. Every day I'm happy. I'm super excited to wake up. Yeah. But I worked my way out of a hole of self-loathing by. For me, the first step was I was angry. I was yeah. angry. Like why? Why did all this happen? But. You know, that was that was the first thing that gave me got me out of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a rung up the ladder out and then you're yeah. you're just making your way up. And I think it's important also to recognize the the steps that you've taken and the distance you've taken. It's easy to see where you are and go, oh, well, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I want to be. But the fact is you are greater today than you were yesterday and you did move forward and if you take note of every step that you take that is forward you'll notice it a lot more than if you just keep thinking oh well I'm not where I want to be I'm not where I want to be you you notice how far you've really come and where you've come from 
if you recognize those steps and you recognize that, wow, like a year ago I felt this way, but I took these steps and I feel so much better. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm making progress. Acknowledging that you are making progress, even if it's just from hopelessness to anger, it's still progress mm-hmm. and it's still uh, it's still forward movement. And you're not going to you're not going to benefit as much if you don't acknowledge yesterday I was back there and today I'm here. And as long as I keep moving, it's happening. And I have a day, I can look forward to a day where I am excited. And I do wake up every day and I feel jazzed. I feel, you know, mm-hmm. I feel ready to take stuff on. Just acknowledge your acknowledge your work. Like you are working and you're working hard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Give yourself some credit. And and again, I mean, going back to what, what we talked about in the first episode about self-assurance, I mean, you know, there's nothing that's going to give you more self-assurance than to, than to know that you're you're a champion, you're a winner, you're, you know, if you came from self-loathing to happiness, um, man, you, you, uh, you're a champion, you're, you know, you, like me, you probably will start to feel unbreakable yeah. and you'll start to feel like, you know, there's so many things that can come out of, of coming, climbing out of a hole, you know, you, and you just kind of, you know, you just start building your, your self-assurance upon those things. But you just got to, like I say, you got to take the those first step out of, to make sure that you don't, you don't remain in a, in a state of hopelessness because you, you just, whatever it takes to get out of that, if it's anger, if it, I mean, you don't want to act on, on anger in a negative way, if, if possible. Yeah. But, um, but it's a hell of a lot better to be angry and to start asking questions than it is to just be hopeless. I can't go on anymore. So just work your way out of it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm with that. I agree with that. Yeah. So, so what is the ideal... Like the ideal end goal is having having a life that's full of self worth and self confidence and knowing that if you know if you have bills to pay and your car breaks down and your house gets broken into and this and like things pile on is the end goal knowing that you have you have the strength within yourself to say okay let's let's work it out instead of instead of getting to that place where you feel like you're being kicked, you're able to look at it as a, a challenge or a, a a hurdle to work your way over? Like, what's the, what's the what's end? What's the end goal? Yeah. I think the end goal is to be something like like myself in that. <laughs> no, I'm mm. so good. <laughs> <laughs> you can all hope to be like me, okay? I don't, I don't mean it like that, but what I... <laughs> What I mean is, is um, I really, really am realistic about the fact, like, I'm not going to be here very long. You know, I mean, even if I live till I'm 100, you know, that's not that long. 100 years is not that long. And, you know, I'm halfway there. So, so I'm not going to be here that long. And, and I think the ultimate is to really, really say, God. It was so good to have lived. Hmm. I think that is the ultimate. And the things don't matter. The there's a lot of things that don't matter. Most things that people are focused on, I find, 
don't really matter that much. But right. the, I think the ultimate place to get to, which is not hard to get to because I'm there and I'm, I started from a, a hole, is to say, you know, whatever happens, you know, if I die tomorrow, you know, I'm so glad I lived. I'm so glad I got to, you know, see a million sunrises. I'm so glad I got to watch my, my little baby daughter grow up. I'm so glad I got to feel the cold breeze of Mexico, a, a, cold, a cool breeze in a hot day in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I got to experience, like, real passion and love. I'm so glad I got to experience, you know, laughter and like laughter so much, I felt like I was gonna, you know, split my gut open. You know, I'm so glad I got this. I'm so glad I got this. I'm so glad to have lived. Mm-hmm. I think that is the ultimate. Yeah, it would be nice to have. I mean, maybe we can have a conversation right now just about the importance of gratitude for the things that you have, but also gratitude for the, the things that you could have. And gratitude for the fact that, you know, you you do have the opportunity to go to Mexico every year. You do have the opportunity to, I mean, obviously not right this second, considering we're in the middle of, you know, global pandemic stuff. But on the whole, you do have the opportunity to go to New York City. You do have the opportunity to go to Seattle and go to a concert. I mean, you have all these things that you... You have all these doors that are ready to open for you. And I think being grateful for them before they're even open is a show of your faith. It's a show of your faith that they are, they're, they're available to you and they're there and you can open the door. You have, you have the strength, you have the opportunity. And being grateful for the things that you have and the opportunities that you have, it, I mean, I, see it in other people and I am starting to see it in myself just the amount of ease that it gives you Mm -hmm. because you know that you have all of these things and you're so lucky and what is there to worry about when Mm -hmm. you're so lucky in life well I often think of it like love right like there's so many people that that are looking for 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 love right Mm -hmm. but um it's 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 so funny because you know how do you get love where do you find love where do you you know how do you make bring love into your life it's so simple you know give love hmm. give love give love yeah. to yourself love yourself walk down the street love the people that you're around emit a feeling of love and you're going to experience love back it you can't not help help it right so it's the same thing in life, I think. You know, how do you how do you experience a successful, happy life? You know, ex- give give happiness, give joy, give or or experience happiness, experience joy mm-hmm. in the simple things. And the more you do that, the more it comes back to you. It's just just like love. You know, give love and you get love. Yeah. Give appreciation and you have more things to appreciate. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's all, yeah, like we said, it's it's all available, but if you aren't seeing it for, I, I guess it's that whole glass half empty, glass half full thing. You can see it how you want to see it. That's totally up to you. You can appreciate the small things that you have, or you can look at and mourn the 
things that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and and also I, I just really think that if you're if you're, it's like again a thing that I I understand now is you can it's really hard to find a solution when you're focused on a problem. You know, you, you need to be focused on the solution to find a solution. If you're focused on a problem, you're just gonna find more problems. <laughs> so, I think uh, I think in life, you know. It's the same kind of thing. If you focus on on the end goal, which I just want to be happy. I just want to leave this life thinking, God, it was good to have lived. You know, and you can kind of get your head out of the idea of like, I don't have to keep up with the Joneses because mm-hmm. they're not going to, it's not going to matter when I'm, I'm at the end. You know, what I have to do is find ways to appreciate every day so that when it's all over, I can say, wow, it was good to have been me when I was in that time. Yeah. Am I, I rambling? Does that make sense? No, I, I get you. I'm I'm a person that thinks a lot in, I have to relate things to other things. I know there's a word for that, but I'm blanking out a little bit. But I was just thinking about, you know, you said you can't find a solution if you're looking at the problem. And one of the things, if you're focused on if you're the focused on the problem, and one of the things that we I play roller derby, and one of the things when you're playing is you know you're trying to skate through this wall of women who are trained to keep you from skating through that wall. They're trained to stop you, and one of the things that the coaches will tell you is you're not looking at the wall of strong women that are going to try and knock you down. You're looking at the track ahead and you're looking mm. at where you're going because where you're looking is where you're going to go. If mm. you look at the ground, you're going to fall down. If you look at the skaters, you're going to get hit. But mm. if you look at where you're going, that's where you're going to go. Mm. And that's kind of where my brain went to just mm. because I have to relate everything to something else mm-hmm. is not, not focusing so much on, Oh, I'm going to get hit or I'm going to, Oh, there's the line and there's the this and there's that. Where are you going? Yeah. Go there. Just point your head at where you're going and let's go. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's a great, great image you brought up. Mm-hmm. And and again, it, it's it's so obvious, but people f- kind of forget it, right? They forget the simplicity of it. It's like it's like uh, what we were talking or what I was saying about love. It's like love, right? You know, like like if you focus on the problem, that's you know you're gonna <laughs> get more of the problem. Like, well, I don't have love because. You know, I don't have the money. I'm not. Mm. I'm not as good looking as I think I should be. I'm too heavy. Yeah. I'm, I'm. My car is crappy or whatever, right? Where you like, that's not going to get you out of the problem. If instead you focused on the solution or focused on what you want, like I want love and and I'm really funny and I'm really kind and I'm really sweet and I'm really like focus on what you want and focus on the solution. You know then you're gonna you know the two will the two will find themselves right yeah i would love to have char join us on the show to talk about your relationship and because i think your relationship is like it's the it's the ideal relationship i mean like we've said before you guys are best friends you spend a lot of time laughing but you also you work well together you lift each other up you I think you both support each other in 
being the best versions of yourselves that you possibly can be. And, you know, you're, you're both extremely successful. I mean, Charlene has a very successful business. She has a very successful model. She's just a successful person. And I think you're... And I'm a really good moonwalker. And yes. I'm and extremely successful My dad is a very successful moonwalker. And I dive into bed like nobody else's business. Yep. I'll always remember the dolphin. <laughs> the dolphin dive. <laughs> the dolphin dive into bed. Yeah, the, I, I, I just think it's such a you know everybody wants love and everybody wants that relationship and I think we all. And I I love hearing about your relationship because it gives you, hope that it is real and that it exists and I just think it would be awesome to have her have her on here sometime and just talk about what it means to, know what you want and be the kind of person that attracts what you're what you want mm-hmm. and the kind of relationship that enriches you it's so funny because yesterday charlene and i were talking about that we were talking about um you know i asked her like would you remember what what it was you were like feeling about yourself because mm. i remember what i was feeling about myself before we met and it took you know i i basically was saying we were talking about Um, She was feeling pretty um, driven and ambitious and she was quite focused on on all those qualities that make her Charlene just super unique and super interesting and super amazing. And, And I was too in my own way. I was focusing on those things that made me feel really good about myself. So we were a good match that way. We were both we were both focusing on on the solution. Well, with all that said, do you have any closing statements or any thoughts or any closing comments about suicide, self-acceptance, self-worth? Well, I just think that basically life is so precious. Life is so, so enjoyable. No matter where you are in your life, you know, it's no matter what it looks like now. The potential for so much joy and happiness is is right there, but you just gotta find a way to just kind of take a deep breath, and and you know find those things that just bring you that again that sense of self acceptance and self assurance that that comes from inside, so that you're always grounded by that. And if you can do that, then life everything's gravy after that. Mm-hmm. So putting that work in is really is really the key, I think. Yeah, laying the foundation so that hopelessness isn't ever truly hopelessness. You always have that that base of confidence. Yeah, I mean, if you have that sense of self-assurance, like, you never get that. You never have that sense of hopelessness because you have everything that you need within you. Yeah. I love it. I love it, too. Sweet. <laughs> well... With all that said, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for being here and, and talking with me. You're welcome, Miss Smith. And But no, thank you for talking to me. I know that usually it's a major chore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but uh, thanks for sucking it up. Yeah, I mean, it's my pleasure. Anything for the podcast. (laughs) So thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to write in with comments, concerns, if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, you can email us at lovinggoliath at gmail.com. And you can find more information about the Goliath Foundation at thegoliathfoundation.com. 
Thank you as always. Willow Smith signing off. Ben Smith signing off. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.